1: Southeast Wisconsin has some of the best high school and college athletes in the country. How did they get their start? Where did they begin their journey? It's time to talk about some of the best youth sports programs in the area.
2: 10% luck, 20% skill, 15%
1: concentrated power of will. It's time for the Youth Sports Show, brought to you by Donovan & Jorgensen Heating & Cooling. Let's turn it over to the fans' high school insider, big time Mike McGivern.
2: Welcome into the U Sports Show, brought to you by Donovan and Jorgensen Heating and Cooling. On 1250 AM, the fan, DonovanJorgensen.com. Look, I know you think I'm out of my mind talking about air conditioning, but I'm telling you, you're going to need it soon. And uh, now would be the time to make sure that that's going to come on when you need it. Go to DonovanJorgensen.com. I believe the only employee-owned HVAC company in the state of Wisconsin, and I'm a big fan of the work that they do. They've been to my house a couple of times, and uh, that whole team over there, I I can't say enough of. DonovanJorgensen.com. Today's youth sports show, we are talking junior Hilltopper youth football. And our first guest is the head football coach at Marquette High. Matt, I've known Keith a long time. Keith (laughs) Kliczynski. Keith, how are you today?
3: Good morning, Mike. Great to talk to you this morning.
2: Hey, I tried to figure out how many years it's been. So think it's, about it's how long.
3: long. I, I think I met you 35 years ago, Mark Market, I 32 years, and I was at Dominican from '86 to '89. Man, great <laughs> years! I had, I had a lot of fun at Dominican. A lot of great people,
2: Keith. Uh, and I use this term a lot: days go slow and years go fast. Yes, right. Do.
3: They definitely
2: do. I, t- I told Mitch, I said, hey, I've known this guy 30 years. I've never pronounced <laughs> his last name once correctly. And he said, are you kidding? I go, no. He goes, well, that's got to be annoying to, to him. I said, nobody pronounces his last name not correctly. At all.
3: Not Not annoying at all. Coach K is uh, basically what everybody calls him. So. That's
2: not a bad nickname,
3: by the way. No,
2: not. Not at all. Hey, Coach, let's talk about this Junior Hilltopper program and – look as as a guy who's always coached in private schools and i believe that for the most part you have as well um you know we we i get a lot of uh, smack talk from public school guys going hey look you know you you guys recruit and i said no we don't that's illegal we recommend and highly suggest but for years the difference was we would ask parents to to make a financial commitment and then kids would come in and we'd have to introduce them as freshmen and public schools had these these great uh, youth programs where kids started running the pro, the stuff that they ran at the varsity level, you know, in 4th, 5th, 6th grade. And so I always use that as an advantage. And finally, some of our private school people are starting to, to, to run their own youth, uh, youth programs. And I think it's really important to be able to continue to compete in some of the conferences that you guys play in and that conference that you you're in. Hey, Keith, you you might as well just go and, and, like, have to play against some of the best teams in the state. It uh, it,
3: it really is what we do, you know. But, you know, you're right, Mike. Uh, Our private schools and uh, uh, religious schools are bound by their mission. So we attract uh, young student athletes uh, and families because they're attracted to the mission that we offer. And that's, you know, that really is at the philosophy of everything that we do.
2: Yeah, I think that that's really important to know that. And, you know, as long as, uh, look, I think one of the differences, at least for me, Keith, is when you said, look, we're, we, are, we are this uh, faith-based and we, we can, we can kind of bring that into the programs without any problem because that's who we are and that's what we're about. And as long as we're continuing that, that part of it, I think it's really important
3: absolutely and you know Market high is a uh, competitive enrollment school so students you know apply to get into market high not everybody gets in we tell our families that are going into our junior hilltopper program that just being in the junior hilltopper program just does not guarantee you know that you're going to be admitted to Market high school and they understand that and uh you know i just i just love what our youth program is doing and we're growing it and you're going to talk to two men that i really admire uh in Richwood and mike bark uh pretty soon And uh, those are great men, great role models, and uh, I'm just blessed because those guys are running the program, and and our numbers are keep going up.
2: Well, Keith, and look, I've talked to enough varsity coaches, and everybody has a a little bit different way that they believe the youth program should run. And I know, again, I've known you for we figured it out 35 years. Yep. So I, I would assume. That I know the way that you that you look at this youth program, and that is with a keen eye, right? Well,
3: it's, yeah, and some people might be real surprised about the first conversation I had with rich wood. Uh, we when uh, when I took over as the head coach, I talked to rich and and our conversation focused around love, uh, believe it or not, and that's a word that a lot of people don't associate with football, but it's a powerful word in our program. And I said, we need to love. God, so I want you praying. Uh, And so our athletes pray together. I, I said, I want you praying together daily as a team. And then I said, I want these boys loving football. And that means having fun, getting a chance to play. And most importantly, that they stay in the program after their experience in the junior Hilltoppers. And last but not least, love one another. So we talk about our players loving one another as brothers. And our coaches loving our players as sons. And uh, through that, kind of learning about how to serve each other. And and those were the – we never talked about wins or losses. In fact, I said, I'm never going to look at your record. I'm going to look at how many young men are coming through who've been brought up with that philosophy and who love football and who want to continue at the high school level.
2: Hey, um, and how are you involved? Do you, do you go to games? Do you do, you, do you meet with the coaches prior to your season and their season to get them kind of acclimated? Look, we, we on the outside of Market High talk about this secret handshake that you all have <laughs> that, that we don't know about. Well, um, kind of the evil
3: empire, I think people think. Or something you know, like that,
2: but... or some people use cult, but I won't use that, Coach. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, look, I'll tell you what. I, i'll I'll just be honest with you. Uh, there's I have a lot of respect. I had a nephew um that wanted his mom and dad wanted him to go to Marquette because that they he needed that structure. and he yep. he he had to go through a summer program in Absolutely. order to get in. And Absolutely. I can tell you that um he is now married, expecting his first um child, and he's doing really well. And I credit. <laughs> That structure that he got at Marquette High. Now, look, we're Marquette. There is issues at Marquette like there is everywhere oh, yeah. else. We're
3: not, you know, definitely not perfect. And as you mentioned before, we do have a structure where we meet with our coaches in the off season, not just to talk about football, but to talk about the philosophy, philosophy of the program, um, and you know, to try to incorporate uh, them into the program and, and allow them to get to know what the expectations are, and and we've taken it even a step further. You know, uh, in the past, the Junior Hilltopper program has been totally independent uh, of the high school. We've brought it now under the uh, umbrella, Uh, and so we actually just have a representative in the school who makes sure that we're following, that the Junior Hilltopper program is following the mission of Marquette High School. You know, and they put that Marquette across their chest. We want to make sure that they're – Talking about the same things that we're talking about, you know, our overall school mission is to produce uh, Christ-like men for others, and I think that's a great mission to start with uh, when these young men are are you know in their youth.
2: Hey, can we talk? You guys um, have have teams for 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 boys from fifth through eighth grade, but Correct. you do things a little bit different. That rookie tackle program that you guys inv- are involved with. I, I found out, and you guys um, talked to me about it a few years ago, and and I think it's a it, it, not only is it a really good idea, but it has done really well. Correct?
3: I love the I love the rookie tackle, and we also this just this past summer added flag football for for youth uh, from grade second all the way up to fourth grade. Oh, I see that. Yep, and and it's just been outstanding. I think we had about eighty four young men. Uh, coming out on Sunday afternoons to play a little flag football. But going back to the rookie tackle, I think rookie tackle really is at the base of the philosophy of any good high school program. You want to teach good techniques. And with rookie tackle, these young men, we don't know what size they're going to be when they get to the high school level. So in rookie tackle, they have to play all positions, and they have to learn all positions. And, of course, we we teach good techniques. We teach keeping a head out of the tackle. And uh, we want these boys to be safe, but we want them to have fun at the same time. And playing on a smaller field allows them to learn football without some of the big collisions they might have on the big field.
2: Uh, Yeah, I just, look, if you're not familiar with rookie tackle, um, look it up. it's, It's eight man and they go,
3: I think it's half field, correct? Yep. Yep, and it, it what You'd it does to come see it, but it's uh, it really works.
2: Yeah, and what it does is it gets kids comfortable. I I was talking to the head football coach, um, boy, uh, Coach Buddha. He had been in Menominee for a long yeah. time, and and I said, Coach, what's the uh, you know what's the secret? I mean, your numbers are always strong for a, a school your size. He said, Mike, we don't our kids don't even start tackling. <laughs> until, you know, until freshman year and they're so comfortable and their bodies have now developed right. that if I've got 27 kids in sixth grade and 26 kids in you know, the next year in 25 and eighth grade, I'll have 25 on the freshman team. Right. and he said right. they they're so comfortable now with what we do and how we do it and once their body is ready to be able to to tackle that's when we do it he said that's been really key for me he said i haven't been i haven't done a great job of selling that around the state of wisconsin because there's still you know programs that are starting to tackle in fifth grade But I can tell you, that's worked here in Menominee, and I would highly recommend other people start to look at that. You guys, in in this area, we haven't done that, but this rookie tackle has really given kids, I think, a chance to play all different positions and be comfortable playing football.
3: Absolutely, and the coaches are in close proximity to the athletes so that they can coach them up as they're playing and and really make sure that they're using safe techniques and the correct techniques. And you're right. I mean, I, I... I'm of the philosophy that you don't necessarily need uh, to play really, really early tackle football. But this is a great alternative, I think, at that fifth and sixth grade level to really learning football the correct way and utilizing the right techniques.
2: Hey Keith, this this football has really changed. And look, you growing up, your your father was a coach, correct?
3: Absolutely, yeah.
2: And so those <laughs> those days of you know two a days, and you can't get a water break, take a salt pill, and we're going to do <laughs> bull in the ring, and we're going to find out who the toughest boy is today.
4: Oh the, yeah,
2: those days have. Look, I still you know I don't remember my nieces and nephews' names, and I'm wondering if it's because of that stuff. But um, I, I'm just saying, I I think that that the Adults in the room have said, okay, look, our numbers over the throughout the country have gone down, and it's because parents are, are nervous about this, and, and we're nervous about it, so let's fix it. And when you said immediately, you said, look, keep your head out of, out of the tackle Absolutely. Is, is really important. The practices that you guys have over at Marquette and the practices you have with this youth program are so different than when you grew up and when I grew up.
3: Absolutely. And, and that's part of the training, though, Mike, in the off season. Our, our All of our coaches, our junior coaches, are certified with USA football and their safe tackling um, uh, techniques. And so they all of our coaches, anybody, any coach that wants to coach with us has to go through USA Tackle and get certified so that they know how to teach these young men how to tackle safely.
2: Guys, I'll tell you what, if you have interest learning more about it, if you Google, just if you Google Junior Hilltoppers Youth Football or if you go to the Marquette High uh, page, it's M-U-H-S dot E-D-U. Go to athletics, uh. Junior Hilltopper Youth Football Program, their flag program, all the information that you need on dates and and ages and things like that, and then who to contact. And you can go right online and register. Uh, There is an early bird uh, through April 30th, $300 a player. You get to save $50. If you know this is something you have interest in, do it now so you can save that $50. And uh, again, if you just Google Junior Hilltoppers football program or go to the Marquette High website, you'll be able to find it quite easily. And there's information on who to contact with, email addresses, uh, pretty much everything that you need, including the required forms to download and uh, complete with registration. Hey, Keith, thanks a lot. I appreciate it. You're not outside of the track event today, are you?
3: Uh, you know what? I'm going inside. I, I'm actually timing a track uh, a meet here at Milwaukee Lutheran High School, so I was standing outside just to get a little reception. Uh, but I I, uh, I appreciate the opportunity, Mike. And you, you're gonna we're gonna turn it over to two great men, uh, Rich Wood and Mike Bart.
2: Well, I look forward to, to having them on. Keith, it's always good to talk to you. Um, have a have a really good uh, spring and summer, pal. All right. Hey, thanks a lot, Mike. You got it, Coach K. Thank you. We're gonna get to a break. Other side of the break, Rich Wood will join us. This is the U Sports Show, brought to you by Donovan and Jorgensen heating and cooling, only on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back. Welcome back to the U Sports Show, brought to you by Donovan, Jorgensen, heating and cooling. Mitch, you're playing that song for a specific reason.
1: Yeah, I I am. Uh, The drummer from Foo Fighters passed away overnight. Uh, It was a tough one to wake up to for me. Been a fan of them for quite a while, so we we may be a little heavy on the Foo Fighters coming back from breaks today. Play play all of it today if you want, Phil. We'll do. Yeah, I know
2: somebody. You know somebody that loves music as much as you do.
1: Yeah, and, and I was listening to the Foo Fighters yesterday. I was thinking about how good of a drummer he was. Oh man. And I don't think he's a drummer. What's funny about the Foo Fighters is Dave Grohl is obviously the lead singer, yep. known prior life to be a Nirvana drummer with Kurt Cobain and all that. He's the frontman, guitar player, and Taylor Hawkins, I believe, was a guitar player, and now he's the, and then he became the drummer for Foo Fighters. Fifty so just, years
2: old, yeah, fifty. Any uh, I- anything out on? Line I haven't or?
1: looked lately, but yeah. um, I didn't see anything this morning. Wow, um, that's, uh, about fifty years you, old, you know, that's look, not
2: that's pretty young. I know your love for music, and you know me. I'm always throwing in the songs I want. You play them all the day, whatever you want to play. I appreciate that. You bet. We were talking Junior Hilltoppers youth football, and I want to thank Coach K for a couple of minutes of his time. We're now joined by Rich Wood, former president of this program. Rich, how you doing?
1: I'm great, Mike. How are you?
2: Good. I'm really good. Hey, Rich, through uh, – through COVID, um, a, a lot of programs have have really struggled as far as, you know, keeping players. How is the Junior Hilltopper program doing with kids?
1: You know, that's a, that's a great question, Mike. And I, the, the, the really cool thing is that we actually grew over the course of the pandemic. It's an amazing story. We actually had 79 kids in 2019 the year before it hit, and we uh, we had over 125 last year, and we should be right around that number again this year, which is almost 50% growth uh, during a time when a lot of kids weren't able to play. It was pretty astounding.
2: Hey, so you have uh, stepped down, and we're going to talk to Mike Bark coming up um, next. He is now the president of the Junior Hilltopper football program. Uh, was it just time for you? Uh, I-, I know how much time and sweat equity it takes to, to run a youth football program, um, wondering why, why, why now? As far as stepping down,
1: well, I, I think there's a couple things, both with me and with Mike. I I've got five kids, two of whom are at market high right now. Uh, one of whom is I, I'm up at Ripon College for a, a track meet myself. Here, my my oldest son's running at the 3200. Um, he was a junior hilltopper player. Now he runs distance and he does a nice job of it. Yeah, I got a freshman, um, as well as my my boy who's going into eighth grade, and I I want to be there for that last year of my oldest son's competitions and my next son, um, as well as coach coach my eighth grader in this group that Mike and I have been with from, from fifth grade up and give them their last year. So I'll continue to coach, but all of those things that go into running the program, um, it, it was just time. And, and Mike, his oldest son, is going into eighth grade, and he's got three more boys, some of whom will, will likely play football. One's going into sixth grade with our program here um, already uh so you could say he has a vested interest in taking it forward and uh one of our one of our guys uh Tom Tom Schrader suggested hey Mike would be a great guy to step in and Keith and I agreed and so it's you know just off to the races keep things moving past the baton and we continue to grow with with Mike and it's it's great stuff
2: well it was really good to talk to Keith and I, I again I've known him for a really long time and, and and it's good to hear the guy who's the the head of the Marquette High varsity football program. He's the head of the whole program to have so much passion to talking about the junior Hilltoppers program. Cause you know, Rich, that doesn't happen everywhere.
1: No, no, it, it doesn't. And you know, when we had the change over from the previous coach, Maz, who was, you, know, you got to credit Maz a lot for the rookie tackle throughout our whole league. He really helped push it through. Um, and not just at Marquette, but with our entire classic youth football league, um, and, and, you know, he was very invested in the youth program. He didn't know who would be next or if they would, but it was Keith. And we're really fortunate because Keith is just as invested in junior Hilltoppers and in giving us the tools we need to, to create a really successful program for these boys.
2: Yeah, I, I agree with that. And, and I'm glad that you gave Maz credit because he was fully invested in that program. And it's interesting because, um, you know, there are there are varsity football guys that say, hey, look, they do their thing. We do our thing, and when those kids transition into the, the high school is when I'll, I'll start to uh, pay more attention. But I think you know th- what they're saying is I think it's important that we are separated, and I'm a firm believer in the exact opposite. I, I just think that, that everybody wins if the head of the, the varsity program, the head of the program, shows up at games or shows up, and these kids know who he is where the parents don't have to point out and say, hey, that's the varsity coach over there. These guys know who he is, and their goal is to try to get, you know, to develop enough to be able to play for him on the varsity level, and I think that's really important.
1: Oh, yeah, and there's no doubt that being connected directly to the high school has been a huge part of our growth. Um, Being able to tap into the mailing list and create more visibility for our brand in the Catholic grade schools, in the area has been huge. I mean, previously junior Hilltoppers was independent and we were struggling for players. We were, you know, when when my son started playing in the program, they had a combined fifth and sixth grade team um, and they might have had 10 fifth graders that year. Uh, As we got in under the high school and we had rookie going, that's all of those things work together to create this surge that we've had in registrations and players and kids having fun.
2: You know, and I liked, I don't know if you had a chance to listen to Keith's uh, um, segment with us, but, you know, he talked about all of it. He talked about the faith part of it, being part of Marquette High, and how they want to continue that, and that's an important part of all this. And, you know, that the fact that kids need to come out, learn, and, and be taught how to tackle correctly, how to be a good teammate. you know he used the, the word love a couple of times and and I think that that if you if, if that is truly what's going on um, over with with Junior Hilltopper program, all of those pieces I think add to, to to how these young people grow into young adults and they grow into men. I think that that is is a great recipe for success for that program.
1: Yeah, we're we're not we're not afraid to use the word love. We're not afraid to love your brother, love your family. We're not afraid to pray. Yeah, you know, at the end of every practice, each of our teams, you know, one of one of our kids leads the prayer, and it's a different kid every day, uh, and they're all expected to do it at least once during the season. And it's how you cultivate that um, that unabashed, uh, you know, just willingness to be authentically yourself and to show your faith and, and be somebody who can step up in that way as a young man of Christ. So it's a big part of who we are it's part of our identity. and passing that down to the kids and seeing them step up has been one of the the greatest things of being involved in this program.
2: Hey, this classic youth football conference is uh, um, there's some some really good t- mm-hmm. uh, football programs in that 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 conference. and when when you look at it, I, I love the fact, uh, that that when when you guys go out and you ask kids that are in you know now you have the flag football program for for the real young kids but then in fifth and sixth you're talking the rookie tackle and eight man. I think that sets you apart a little bit. And when we first talked about rookie tackle, we kind of, I thought, and you may have thought that that was going to kind of spread into all different areas in different conferences, but it, it really hasn't. Um, and I'm a big fan of it.
1: Well, Mike, I think, uh, I, I think it's starting, you know, I'm a big fan of our league and the other programs in our league. And you look around our league and you'll have, other folks who have an experience that say, oh, rookie tackle, that's eight kids, that's not football. Well, I, I challenge anybody who says that to go look at the record of Catholic Memorial or Marquette High or Waukesha West, who are all playing in this league. You know, Oconomowoc is a sleeping giant that's waking up. You've got Kettle Moraine. Uh, they made the playoffs last year in a group of kids that have played together in this youth program for years. Um, just an incredible league with incredible programs all playing rookie tackle. This year, uh, Burlington came over and joined us, and they're super excited about it. Um, It's a developmental league. It's not a league that, you know, live streams games on Facebook or has a a playoff system. We're just about developing a kid. And I think you see the results on the varsity field on Friday nights.
2: Well, and and I can tell you, and I just talked to Coach K, K about it. That up in, you know, Menominee, that 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 program under Coach Buddha, they don't tackle to freshman year, and he said, "Look, Mike, that has been the secret sauce for our success because we've kept kids that have played together. Um, again, if we had twenty five kids in seventh and eighth grade, I have twenty five kids that are on the freshman team, and when their body gets ready to to be physical and learn all of that." We we teach it to them, and that's when they're they're really interested in, in doing it, and it's been very successful for us. So I think what you guys are doing with the Junior Hilltopper program and rookie tackle makes a lot of sense to a grandfather of five.
1: Yeah, I, I appreciate that, Mike. You know, I've studied what what Coach Labuda did up in Menominee. He had an article in the in the State Coaches Magazine a few years ago about what what Menominee does, and I I kind of wish we all. Took that approach, but we don't. So you got to keep up with who's in your area. And here, you know, rookie tackle I think is the best way that's available to us. We're really excited about. It. We love it. We get, you know, a ton of fifth graders coming out now every year that then stay in the program and build up. Um, and it is people see it. They see the kids down on small kids on a small field, winging the ball around, you know, throwing. It's encouraging offense, the chance to do things they do on the playground a little more. You know. To traditionally fifth and sixth grade football is hand it to the biggest kid and give them a toss around the end and just let them outrun everybody at the sideline. Uh, this is much more like real football for these kids on a field that's the right size for them, and you see good things happen.
2: Well, I, man, I appreciate that. Our, you don't miss having to to go to all these meetings to get all this paperwork done, and now you get to just coach and, and uh, hang out with your family a little bit. You like that? I'm
1: getting there. You're getting, getting there. there. Um, you know, I'm still here and, and walking through it with Mike. I think he's he's moving forward full speed. Um, but yes, uh, I I am slowly stepping back, and every step back is a is a positive thing.
2: <laughs> well, I will. Uh, we'll talk to Mike Barkin. I'm going to tell him that that you said that maybe it's time that you step back in because he's not doing a very good job yet. <laughs>
1: I'm sure
2: he's listening right now. He's going to call your bluff like. Man, I'm 100% Irish. I bluff all day long? Hey Richwood, thank you for your time today. Uh good luck to your son in the track meet and we'll uh we're going to be talking to Carterwood uh you know at 9:45. I'm sure he'll say nothing but great things about his football coach.
1: Well, I hope so. His football coach will be sitting right next to him.
2: Thanks, Mike. Well, we'll be, we'll find out. I'm going to ask him to move so he can be 100% honest with us. He's Rich Wood. <laughs> We're going to get you a break. Mike Bark, he has taken over as the president of the Junior Hilltopper Youth Football Program. and We'll talk to him on the other side of the break. This is the Youth Sports Show, brought to you by Donovan and Jorgensen Heating and Cooling, only on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Youth Sports Show brought to you by Donovan and Jorgensen. Heating and cooling only on 1250 AM The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern. We're now joined by Mike Bark. He's the president of the Junior Hilltoppers Youth Program. Mike, uh, you like how that sounds?
0: That sounds great.
2: Yeah. I don't know if you heard us talking to Rich Wood, but he said you're dropping the ball. He's got to come back and take over again. Oh, that, that could be. That yeah, very well could <laughs> No, be. that's not what he said. I just thought I'd stir some controversy over on 35th and Capitol, or 35th and Wisconsin. Wisconsin. 35th and yeah. Wisconsin gets you guys uh, yelling at each other a little bit. Nah, he didn't say any of that stuff. Hey, Mike, how long have you been involved with the Junior hilltopper program?
0: I started as a coach uh, when my eighth grade, my soon-to-be eighth grade son was in fifth grade. So I coached uh, with both Rich, Tom Schrader, and Scott Kwiaturski, in the fifth and sixth grade. Uh, And then I went back down to continue to coach in fifth grade when my other son, Joey, came into the program uh, with the program. So it's been, uh, this is my fourth year. A lot of, a lot of
2: changes in the program. And look, you've been through now a pandemic, but the numbers went up, which is pretty impressive to me. Um, But a lot of changes in the program in the, in the short time that you've been there.
0: I, yeah, I, I think that's the case I mean, I think the big, advantage we have had is the implementation of rookie ball. I think that's removed a lot of barriers for kids that maybe come out and play football in fifth grade. it's I think removed some of the safety concerns that parents will have. but I mean we've also been surrounded by a really great group of people. I mean not only we have coaches who played in college like Tom Schrader, Scott Kwiaturski, uh Mike Clark. Uh, the list kind of goes on. We have Dan Kaminsky who was the varsity quarterback. Uh, when I was at Marquette, we have his dad, Harry, who probably knows more about football than than all of us put together. So you get guys, people like that involved in the program. We've had Mary Beth Hughes, who's done a tremendous job of outreach to other moms, about explaining the benefits of playing football and the changes she's seen in her son uh, as a result of playing it. We have advocates like Bo Sanders out there who really push the program and help encourage people to sign up. So we've been uh, really grateful to have the support of a lot of people over the last couple of years. And it's it's really built on, you know, what Maz and Brian Gill and some of those people put together. uh, And we're just kind of standing on the shoulder of that.
2: Boy, that's, and again, you know, I I appreciate you bringing up coach mass because he, he, he has such a passion, you know, for this youth program. I want to thank you for, for mentioning Mary Beth Hughes, because I was going to ask you a question. I, I think to have an advocate who is a mom to be able to say, "Look, these are the benefits that I've seen in my son." I think is really important, and I, and I'll tell you this, Mike. I've got uh, five grandsons. Um, two are at the age that they can play tackle football, and they're part of the Brookfield East Youth Program. And that my younger, my the younger of the two. Um, he's a bigger kid and, and I didn't know if football was going to be for him, to be honest with you. Um, and then they had their first scrimmage and he, you know, first time he's ever played against anybody and he played center and some linebacker and I went to his house after and I said, Hey, how did it go? He said, I pancake some kids. I said, you ate pancakes with kids? He said, no, Pop. I pan. Don't you know what a pancake is? And he grabbed his dad's phone and he said, here, let me show this to you. And I have to tell you, Mike, this was a totally different young man than he was 24 hours before where he was, you know, Logan um, is such a nice boy. He's a really nice, smart kid. And I didn't know if he was tough enough to play. And all of a sudden, he was like, yeah, this this kid here, Papa, watch this play. This guy was talking to my friend who's the guard, and I said, don't do that. Don't do that. And he kept doing it, and watch what I did. Well, Mike, he, he put the kid on his backside, and then he jumped up, and he put the crown of his helmet on his chest. I said, you can't do that. He goes, yeah, I didn't know that. The referee told me that. I won't do that anymore. But that kid stopped talking, Papa, and I started laughing. And all of a sudden, he walked with a little swagger. Which I had not seen in this boy before, and I credit that the the idea of playing on a team sport where he gets to get a little physical and he's stronger than most of these kids, and now he's starting to understand that. And boy, I'll tell you what, it, it I think it did wonders for him.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think one of the things of coaching fifth graders as as we have in the past is this kind of it's fun to watch them go from being really timid about contact at the start of practice to it's just a whole different kid by the end of the year where they're willing to make contact. And you see that translate really well into other sports. You know, the, the kid who may not have been aggressive in basketball is now all of a sudden going out there and rebounding. You know, the smaller kid who uh, may have got pushed around playing a different sport is now out there and they're competing, you know, at a different, different level than they had in the past.
2: 100%. Hey, the, the, uh, the flag football program that you guys are doing now at 3rd and 4th, and, and, and again, I, I, I may have uh, not let you answer the Mary Beth Hughes question, so let me get back to that. How important is it, do you believe, to, to have a mom who's willing to talk to other moms about uh, the importance of this program?
0: It's, it's critical for us because, as you well know, football's had concerns about its safety, about... You know, Is it going to be too rugged? Is my kid going to suffer multiple concussions and have CTE and all those kind of things? So that to have a mom who, who can go out there and articulate some of the safety things that have been put into place, uh, some of the benefits of playing rookie football as a developmental tool to get them to the point where they can play 11-on-11 11 11, uh, is great because it's always, in a lot of cases, the mom is the last barrier to allowing the child to play.
2: You know, and I think the coaches, whoever they are at that program's level, right, the third and fourth grade level, I think have to be special people because I, I would struggle um, with kids in third and fourth grade. I, I just would because there are some kids that are really into it and other kids that are kind of off to the side. And and one of my other grandsons, uh, Beckett, in, in basketball, when he was, you know, even younger playing in an upward league um, yeah, I came to a game and 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 I have to tell you, Mike, the first time I came, the ball hit him on the shoe. I said, pick the ball up. He's like, no, I don't think so. But hey, my teacher's here, Papa. Let me here, she's over there, wave. And I thought, oh boy. And then the next year the kid was so into it. So at that age of third and fourth grade, you're gonna have kids that in third grade, yeah, you, you believe, boy, this kid's never gonna find the love for the sport. And then all of a sudden in fourth grade, they're running all over the field, grabbing flags, and so it's important to have coaches at that level that understand that.
0: It, it absolutely is, and I, I think for the what we're really trying to do is develop a, a track for a kid who wants to play football that that makes some sense for them. So if you look at sports like baseball, you don't start on the ninety foot diamond right away. Correct. And you know, even soccer, I, all the rule changes that go along with soccer. If you're playing soccer as a kid, all the rules change. And then once you get to about seventh grade, it's usual rules. You know, you're playing 11-on-11 or you're playing on the 90-foot diamond. So we feel as though if a kid can come in, they can play flag football, they're going to learn some of the basics of the game. And then if we go to rookie football in fifth and sixth grade, we can really focus on teaching some of the technique of tackling and blocking and things like that because they're already coming in with some base of knowledge of, well, here's how you run a pass pattern. Here's how we throw the football. Here's some of the things you have to do and now you can go to 7th and 8th grade where you can implement things like special teams and all the things that come with playing full football. We oh, think it's a really good developmental track for a kid to take and hopefully that's going to keep more kids playing football.
2: Hey, Mike, you're Marquette Mar- uh, Marquette High grad, correct?
0: Yes, I graduated in 1992.
2: Yeah, well, you uh, talked to Keith about, you know, teaching some of us non-Marquette guys that uh, secret handshake, but you guys don't uh, you guys don't offer that stuff up much.
0: No, not not at
2: all. <laughs> you know, I'm a mess. Regret, and uh, I can tell you that back, like I'm older than you are. We uh, we didn't like Marquette High too much. I can tell you that, and I'm sure it's because we got beat up a lot. Uh, from the boys over there. Hey, um, people can start to register for the youth football program, um, like right now if they want, and there's a $50 um, early bird special if you want to do that. You can Google Junior Hilltoppers football program or go to the Marquette High website, muhs.edu, and then take a look at the Junior Hilltop program, Hilltopper program. And there is all the information you need. And if you want to get a hold of of Mike Bark, who's the president, there's an email address that you can uh, send him any questions. And, And trust me, he'll get back to you. Somebody will get back to you relatively quickly to answer any questions. August 1st through October 22nd is where their season is. And again, you have open early bird price right now of $300 a player until April 30th. So I would do it relatively soon. If you know you want to have your son sign up for the Junior Hilltopper Youth Program. And, uh, hey, Mike, I, I I wish you the best. And I think that with Coach K at the top, who, who cares a lot about this program, you've got a lot of people there willing to help you And uh, in this new role. And I know there's going to be a lot more paperwork maybe than you want or than you're used to. But, man, I appreciate you you taking the time and, and, and all the effort it's going to take to continue moving this program ahead. And thanks for doing that.
0: All right. I appreciate you having me on.
2: Yeah. Hey, we're going to talk to your son, John, coming up next. I'm going to ask him about his, his coach. What do you think he'll say? Yeah.
0: Uh- he, he could probably use some better coaching.
2: <laughs> we will we will ask him. Other side of the break, we're going to talk to, to two players that are involved in this youth program. Uh, John Bark and Carter Wood will join us on the other side of the break. This is the Youth Sports Show, brought to you by Donovan and George and heating and Cooley. Hey, Mitch, that was a great
1: answer, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess I didn't really see that one coming. No, but, I didn't. Uh...
2: He could use better coaching. <laughs> that's that's. Well, that's awesome. <laughs> that's a really good line. I might continue to use that with a whole bunch of people. Again, this is the U Sports Show brought to you by Donovan and Jorgensen Heating and Cooling on 1250 AM The Fan.
4: Uh-huh.
2: It like Welcome back to the U Sports Show brought to you by Donovan and Jorgensen Heating and Cooling. Only at 1250 AM, the fam we've been talking Junior Hilltoppers Youth Football with not only coaches, but but Coach K, who's the head of the program, thought we'd end the show with a couple of uh, players that are playing in in this youth program over at Marquette High, the Junior Hilltoppers Youth Football Program. We're joined by John Bark and Carter Wood. Hey, John, how you doing today?
5: I'm doing good.
2: Yeah, what how are you? I'm good. What grade are you in?
5: I'm in seventh grade.
2: So you've got one more year to be part of the Junior Hilltopper Youth Football Program. How uh, how good has your team been over the years?
5: We've been a very good team. We've only lost one out of our all three years.
2: Who is that one to game. what who is that to?
5: That was to Kel Moraine on a Heartbreaker.
2: Ah. Uh, well, did you, have you played them since they beat you?
5: Uh yeah, we have played them. We actually shut them out thirty-nine zero this year.
2: So you guys were, you had a little chip on your shoulder on that one. Uh huh. Hey, Joe, what position do you play?
5: Well, primarily I play center, and then sometimes on the defense I play at D end.
2: So you you don't mind hitting people?
5: Yeah, I don't mind hitting people.
2: <laughs> That's if you're playing center and D end, you've got to have that mindset. Hey Carter Wood, how you doing? I'm doing good. Good. Hey, what position do you play?
4: Uh, I play quarterback and a little linebacker.
2: So, John Bark's probably your best friend because he's protecting you.
4: Uh, yeah, one of my best friends on the team.
2: That's that's awesome. Hey Carter, what's uh, so you've played in this junior program uh, for as many years as as you can play, and did you get to play in that in the rookie tackle?
4: oh uh, yeah my first my first official year was rookie tackle
2: and what did you think of that? Did you enjoy that?
4: Oh uh, yeah, it really helped me learn the fundamentals of playing football
2: and and John, did you enjoy that as well yes um did you get to play a lot of different positions in rookie tackle John
5: oh uh, yeah, a couple positions
2: did, did did you get to carry the ball at all?
5: Oh uh, yeah, I got to play tight end a couple times. There
2: you um, go. Did Did Carter throw you the ball?
5: Uh, no, because in our offense, at we had a different quarterback when I was tight end.
2: Well, hopefully he threw you the ball, and if not, I'm sure you were wide open on almost every play, like most tight ends, right? <laughs>
4: yeah.
2: Hey John, how was it with uh, with your dad being one of your coaches? Do you enjoy that?
4: Yeah, I
5: enjoy that, but it puts a little more pressure on us.
2: It does. I coached my son, and I know that put a little more pressure on, on him as well. Hey, Carter, same question for you. Do you enjoy having your dad be one of the coaches?
4: Yeah, it's a lot of fun when we experience a win to have my dad right there next to me.
2: How was he after that Kettle Moraine game?
4: Oh, we were all happy.
2: Yeah, not the first time, though, right? Nope. Because, look, if you haven't lost, it's 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 a hard thing to go through, and I think you learned some lessons from it. Hey, John, are you a multi-sport athlete?
5: Yes, in fact, I am.
2: What what else do you play?
5: I play baseball, and I also play some basketball.
2: And do you have a favorite?
5: Uh, yeah, primarily baseball is my favorite.
2: Good. Uh, what position do you play in baseball?
5: First base.
2: Yeah, can you hit the ball a long way? I, I a guy who plays center and, and defensive end if you get a hold of it it goes it goes a little bit right? Yeah hey Carter, how about you multi-sport?
4: Oh yeah, I do track in the spring.
2: What do you do in track?
4: Uh, I do 100 meter dash and the field of it and shot put and disc.
2: But that's a different combination so a fast fast strong kid, right? Hey, when, when you moved out of rookie tackle and moved into seventh grade last year, big difference. Um, w- were you prepared for the physical side of, of, of playing 11 man tackle?
4: I definitely it definitely took a few practices to adjust to the full physical side and how and the la- larger size of the field, but after those, I was ready.
2: And do you, um, as a quarterback, that's your huddle, right? You own that huddle. Yeah. Do do you uh, do you like handing the ball off more, or do you like throwing it all over the field?
4: Uh I do a lot of handoffs and boot passes.
2: Yeah, that's good. And and you know what? I think once, uh, you know, this year in eighth grade, I got a feeling that they'll open up the playbook a little bit more, and uh, and throw it a little bit. And I I would think that this group of of kids that you're playing with right now that you're going to move into Marquette high school here in a, in a year, right? You got one more year in, in this junior Hilltopper program. You know, these are all kids that, that you've played football with for a while. So that move at, to the high school level should be a pretty easy transition for you, Carter.
4: Yeah. I feel like we've really got a sense of brotherhood and as, and we work together really well as a team after these two and sometimes three years together.
2: Hey John, same question for you. That that transition. I'm sure that you go to the varsity football games on Friday night, and and just think about what it's going to be like when you get to that level. Correct?
5: Yeah, I always like dream about what what playing on a varsity team looks like and how how much like pressure you could get in like sometimes.
2: Yeah, I you know what? Do me one favor, boys. Enjoy this last year of of eighth grade. Because it, it really is. Now you're at the top of the food chain when it comes to grade school and middle school and, and enjoy that stuff and, and make sure that you guys you know, continue to play well. John, where do you go to school now?
5: I go to Christ King Catholic School.
2: I used to coach basketball there years and years and years ago. Carter, where do you go?
4: Uh, I go to St. Mary's in Hills Corners.
2: So the cool part is you know, here's two kids from – One's over here in the Hales Corners area. One's over in in Wauwatosa, and when you ask Carter, "Hey, look, how you got to love John Bart because he 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 protects you?" He goes, "Yeah, he's one of my best friends on this football team." But these are two kids from different areas who know each other, been playing playing football together for a while. That's the importance of these youth football programs to me. You know, these kids from different neighborhoods are meeting, they're becoming friends, and they'll continue to be friends. And when they walk in for the first day at Marquette High – they're going to walk down the hall and John's going to say, hey, Carter, how you doing? Hey, John, what's going on? How you been? And so they, these kids are already friends. They've already gone through the battle together on the football field, and I think that's the important part of our youth football programs. Hey, John, thank you very much for your time, and uh, I bet you can't wait until it gets warmer and you're out of school, right? Yeah, I can't wait. Good for you. Carter, same question. I bet you can't wait to get to eighth grade.
4: Oh, yeah, I can't wait.
2: He is John Bark and Carter Wood. Guys, thanks a lot. Have a good weekend talking Junior Hilltoppers youth football. You can just Google Junior Hilltoppers youth football, get all the information that you need. This is the Youth Sports Show, brought to you by Donovan and Jorgensen Heating and Cooling, only on 1250 AM, The Fan.